0: Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Did you know that in some ways I'm a pretty private person? (laughs) I can hear those of you who follow me regularly snorting loudly. Here's the thing though, I do post publicly about a lot I go through and You know quite a bit about how my relationship is set up, that I have lots of sex because I want to and more, but I have my own personal boundaries and I often share far less than many people think. And what I share publicly in ways that explore lessons and ideas is very different than what I'm willing to reveal individually in vulnerable situations. After all, by the time I've shared them with you, I've usually put time and space between the event and the writing. And I've processed the information in a way that allows for packaging to others. But I don't just open up and share with anyone. For example, as I was writing this, someone sent me a message They said another person had suggested they talk to me about a topic. They were respectful, but I declined to answer their questions. Why? Because they asked me how I do things rather than what I know or what I might recommend. And I'm not willing to be that open or that personal in a one-on-one conversation with a total stranger. Sounds silly? It might be, but I have my rights and my reasons. And today's topic is about openness. How open are you in your communication? How open should you be? Four weeks ago, I wrote that communication is a tool, not a solution. I mentioned that without a few key elements, communication is more likely to harm than to heal. Those are priorities, openness, respect, compassion, and autonomy. Two weeks ago, I wrote, what are you trying to get out of this conversation about priorities? Today, I'm talking about openness because, well, I've found that it can be a huge tripwire in our quest for connection. People are often not open for very good reasons. We've been hurt. We've had our confessions used against us. We have doubts about whether what we think and feel is even okay. And all of that is valid. It does not though change the fact that good communication requires a certain level of openness. How open should you be in communication? First, I'm gonna say that I really don't like should questions. I'm not gonna should all over you and I don't want you shoulding all over yourself. But the simple and somewhat trite answer is you should be as open as you need to be to make the most of your priorities in your current communication balanced against your personal risks. What does that even mean, though? Well, I was having a conversation the other night with a friend of mine, just sitting on the balcony, eating al fresco, chatting about life and love and, well, everything. I said in response to something that had happened locally, no one has a right to know who I choose to have sex with period. I went on to say that I do choose to tell people some people, but that no one has a right to that information. So let's say I'm in a conversation about how I do sex with someone I may want to do sex with in the future. What do I need to say to match my priorities? Well, first, I need to know my priorities. Let's say they're, I want understanding. I want trust, and I want consent. Those three things are critical to any discussion about sex I might have with someone. And if I'm talking about sex with someone, I probably want to also have sex of some sort with them, but that's a desire, not the priority, because the sex must come after we have an understanding, trust, and consent. And if we have understanding, trust, and consent, and sex doesn't happen, I'm still happy with the communication. So how open would I have to be in a conversation about sex to achieve those three things? A few thoughts come to mind. They would have to know I'm non-monogamous. That is not optional for me. I would have to mention that I'm HSV1 positive. I was born with it and I've never passed it on, but there you go. I would want them to understand and agree to my personal safe sex risk profile. I would want to assure them that I accept their desires, even if I don't agree to all of them. I want to know that they are enthusiastic, not only about having sex with me, if they are, but in the ways I want sex and with all those aforementioned stipulations in place. So I have to be that open exactly that open when I say I'm non-monogamous and I'm open to possibly having sex with them. That is enough. If they ask how many people I've slept with in my life, I can decline. That's not to me a step towards understanding trust. In fact, it actually erodes trust for me that they ask or consent. It may be to them, which is their right. I will decide that we've reached understanding and bow out with the trust and consent because those are not going to be there for me. And I've shared exactly as much as the conversation needs. They may want to know more. They may ask more. I may want to explain things. I may not want to say things that are important for fear of missing out on the sex, but then I'm not fostering understanding, trust, and consent, am I? For example, what if I didn't tell them I'm non-monogamous? Well, they could still consent to sex with me legally, yes? Yes. But would they consent if they knew I had a serious long-term partner? Maybe not. And that is their right. Here's another example. Hurt. This morning, I realized I was holding some resentment and hurt. I dug down and figured out what it was. Let's make it super simple for the sake of discussion. I want something and I've mentioned it a few times. It's not happened. And while I can always command it, I don't want to always have to command it. And I was a bit hurt that I'd mentioned it a couple of times with no pickup from my partner. Partially because that's unusual. Partially because I know that our week is crazy busy and he's got plans that will take time and energy away from it potentially happening. So I could say, I want X and I know it will happen. Or I could not say it and just feel bad about not getting it. Or I could blow up and make it his fault for being a horrible person and not wanting what I want in this case, assuming he doesn't want it because he's horrible, of course. But what do I want out of the communication? I want to be heard and understood. I want to know that he wants what I want or if he doesn't, why? So if I really want to be heard and understood, how open do I need to be? Anyone feel a bit of a catch there? Because for some people, just thinking about that makes our brain shy away. How open do I need to be? I have to be fully open about how I feel in that moment to have any possibility of the desired result of being heard and understood because how can he understand me if I'm not willing to show him me if I'm not willing to say this is how I feel this is what is hurting then is it even possible he'll understand possible yes probable no and and I'm sabotaging my own attempts at communication if I'm not open a few more examples true but not the truth a vanilla friend asked me what I did this past weekend I said I went roller skating and out dancing with some friends that's true I did not say I rented out a skating rink for 40-plus kinky skaters and hosted a get-together, or that I took a near-stranger home for some raucous sex, or that we went dancing to a gay club, or whatever. The truth is none of their business. A friend asks me about someone they met me with. I say, they're an amazing person, worth getting to know. That's true. I do not say that they chased me across the bed, giving me dozens of orgasms and making me scream in pleasure until I nearly fell off on my head. That truth is none of their business. And one more. A friend, who knows I'm kinky, but doesn't know the details, asks me a very direct question. I ask them in return if they really want to know. The way they answer gets them a true answer without a lot of details filled in to see how they handle it, if they ask more questions, etc. I draw the line where I feel comfortable drawing it. It's not a line I feel anyone else can draw for you. For example, I've had people tell me that they believe they have a right to know How many people someone has slept with? Their number. I believe no one has a right to that. This is my boundary. I draw that line. They cannot draw it for me. I cannot draw it for you. Openness is to me a give and take. I give openness, then I watch for respect, compassion, and autonomy from my partner. If they display those, I give more openness. If not, I not only don't give more, I reassess our potential for communication and interaction moving forward. Because the only reason I am as open as I am to others is to create a win-win situation in our communication. And if they are not team players, I will likely stop wanting to play the game. What are your thoughts? How open are you in communication? Are you open enough? Are you authentic with your words and feelings? Do you offer what you need to offer to make your priorities happen? Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky is built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.